Once upon a time, there was a little boy called Howard who loved writing stories. Little Howard dreamed of being a writer And so he sat down to every nighter But everything he wrote was fucking shite, yeah wubba dubba do wubba dubba do Worst writer in the world 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 He's a stupid Rubbish writer. Welcome to another episode of the worst writer in the world. Hooray, with me, <laughs> mostly with you, but also just a little bit of me. You're as not well. in the title, though, are you? <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. It's not called the worst writer in the world, and also that bloke who says things. It's not is called it? the boldest reader in the world, is it? I call the boldest reader in the world. It's, called... it's not. It's true. It's it's I know true. it's insulting to call to call me the worst writer, but, but at least it's not called the boldest yes, reader in which the would, world. Would be really insulting. <laughs> yeah, right? yeah, that'd be the worst. <laughs> Again, we'd like to thank our subscribers on Patreon for making all this stuff possible. We really love them, don't we? Yeah, all of them. All of them individually and collectively, with the singular exception of... Keith Somerville, who wrote this week's plot so far. The two doctors are still nobbing about on Gallifrey. (laughs) Before joining the president for a pointless dinner, they assault two guards and get them sacked. (laughs) Over a meal, the president reiterates everything that happened in episode one. <laughs> Meanwhile, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, on Earth, the golden cyberlord is trying to find some ballerinium to mine. Eventually, everyone avoids car tracks and <laughs> arrives successfully in London in the 90s. The two agents wait for the doctors in Jimmy's cafe. They are being monitored by the master. A French man? (laughs) My name is French master. (laughs) They are being monitored by the master from behind a newspaper. The master is being monitored by the cyberlord from behind a scanner. Sarah looks at the faces of the president and vice president on her sea portal watch while a silent buzzing fills the room. We see John and Sarah seated in Jimmy's cafe, drinking coffee. There is a low, silent buzzing sound. Space B! (laughs) Listen, there is a low, silent buzzing sound. (laughs) Right, yeah. All right. What? (laughs) There is a silent buzzing sound that's really loud, but no one can hear. Silent Space B! (laughs) (laughs) What? I can't hear it. Neither can I! (laughs) That's how you know it's there! Isn't it? They're everywhere! All the time! Silent space bees! <laughs> oh no, they're onto my silent space bees. I'd better run away. Brilliant. Um, so, there's a low, silent buzzing sound. Space bees! <laughs> Sarah pulls back her sleeve. She has a watch with numbers on it. Oh. <laughs> Unlike regular watches, which don't have numbers it on it. Because it's not a regular watch. What kind of watch is it? Uh, it's, it's a He Portal watch. Ah, I hope so. It's going to get explained Jeez, in this story. Oh, what if it did? Oh. My He Portal watch is ringing. I suppose that's possible. John who? <laughs> I mean, I know it's unlikely, but there's that tiny, slim chance that it was something you'd written, bef- you'd created before, and you didn't need to explain it in that story because you'd done it in an earlier story. Imagine if. So she, yeah, she types a few digits into her he portal watch, and the face of the president and vice president appear on the face of the watch. The face on the face. The buzzing stops, but no one knows because it was silent. <laughs> Greetings. 
You have arrived safely. Affirmative. We are now situated in Jimmy's Cafe. <laughs> there is no sign of the doctors yet. This is necessary. Like, instead of just getting on with it and having them meet, or not meet, or whatever's going to happen. We've already met as well. Yeah, you've got, they've got to go separately yeah. and then meet, but they can't meet immediately. So they've <laughs> got to talk to the president on the phone. No, they are. They're about to walk in. This is entirely pointless. Just... This is that same scene that happened in the, the dining room earlier. Yeah. But, yeah, but... They're not here yet. But it's already then, happened. Then they walk in immediately when they say they've not arrived yet. Oh, uh, yeah, that's exactly how it is, isn't it? So, there is no sign of the doctors yet. Right, well, good luck, and call me when you hear from the doctor. Hold on, they've... He's just entered, Your Highness. Your Highness? He's just entered Your Highness, so I think the doctor's fucking the Queen. Mm. Stop fucking the Queen, Doctor, we've got to stop that gold <laughs> Cyberman. Doctor, you naughty man. <laughs> Um, all right, so we see the two doctors walk up to the table uh, J and S are seated at. They all smile at each other. Doctors, welcome. Hello. Hi, Sarah. And John. <laughs> this is a hello scene. Have a seat. And Doctor, the president is on the line. Why is he calling uh, by the name Sarah, even though he's no idea that that's what her name is? Because when he met them before, he addressed so he her by her actual yeah. name, Mintcake. Because <laughs> he's, um... uh, he's magic. Magic doctor. Okay. Both docs. Right, just direct me to the phone. No, no, no. On my wrist communicator. Now sit down. The doctors sit down. I didn't know wrists did communicate. Oh, right, okay. That's uh, that's almost a joke. It is. Yeah. Um, but, he, but he's aware of telephones, like space telephones. Show me to the show me to the human telephone in 1992 that I can talk to Gallifrey on. <laughs> says Doctor Who. Oh, Doctor Who, you're a moron. <laughs> Sarah holds out her wrist mm-hmm. with the watch on to the present Doctor. Uh, yeah, not the one without the watch on. Yeah. <laughs> There's nothing here. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's my wrong wrist. <laughs> I'm sorry. The Doctor sees the President's face and smiles at it. Hello. I was beginning to wonder where you had got to. <laughs> you just left him, like, minutes ago in your TARDIS. Why does Doctor Who say, I wonder where you'd gotten to? I mean, because he's a fucking Doctor Who's the one that's gone somewhere, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, did you and your other self get there in one piece? No, there's two of us, for fuck's sake. We got here in two pieces. <laughs> I think that's what he's going to say. Is it? Yeah, it is. Okay. Of course not. What? Why? What happened? Well, there are two of me now. <laughs> Good. So I couldn't arrive in one piece. Great minds think alike. Yeah, great, great 15-year-old idiot minds. Says and sarcastically. 38-year-old idiot minds think yeah. alike and yeah, tell the same that's, shit that's jokes. That's true, yeah. You had me worried for a second there, Doctor. Please do not joke under these circumstances. I have two very weak hearts. And I'm on my fifth regeneration. But don't tell anybody. It's a secret what regeneration they're on. Is that the deal? No, they were all banging on about it earlier, yeah. weren't they? Like Mendelin Kint cake. Oh, but, but. <laughs> like I'm, I'm on my first, I'm on my second. Yeah, I'm on my third, I'm on my twelfth. So you don't need to be embarrassed about being on your fifth regeneration if you're talking to Doctor Who, do you? No, but Bollifrey is. He's the only Time Lord who's embarrassed about which regeneration he's on, but he'll quite happily tell Doctors Who and and um, yeah. Wendell and Wibble Wobble. Yeah. <laughs> um, but don't tell anybody. So you're all safe then. Yes, perfectly safe. Goodbye, then. Hey. Bye. 
au revoir. Oh, wow. You've come on. Oh, wow. You've, uh, you've moved on from the basic goodbye scene. You're now writing bilingual bi scenes. <laughs> bilingual scenes. <laughs> yes! <laughs> bilingual scenes. Bye, bilingual scenes. Bye, bye. Bye, bilingual. Bye, bilingual. Excellent. Well done. Sarah presses a button on Eva the watch. fucking dirty. <laughs> we'll um, come in. <laughs> Yeah. Sarah Sarah presses a button on the watch and the president's picture fades. We see the master hidden behind his newspaper. He sniggers and mumbles to himself again. What are you doing here, doctor? Why the two of you? The master stands up and walks over to the serving bar. The man serving asks, Would you like some chips, Mr. Master? What I'm because I'm friends. Okay. What'll it be then, sir? Well, I am the master, and you will obey me. You have to make me cakes. <laughs> you are too weak to resist. You will obey. You have to obey. Did they? They're just still there, though, right? I know they say goodbye, <laughs> but they, they, they didn't say they actually leave. That was a goodbye to to, uh, to the president. president yeah, they said to the president, but they're still sitting there, and the master is right next to them, going, "Ah, and the master, <laughs> you will obey me." Yeah. Hey, hang on a minute. I think I recognise that voice. <laughs> oh, I don't think they would. You say it turned into Hitler by that point. <laughs> um, you are the master. I will obey. You must go to the doctor. The master indicates the present doctor. This is pointing at him now. The present doctor. And you must... Yeah. I've come to fix your presence. (laughs) You must go to the doctor. And you must find out why he has come here. (laughs) Make conversation. I shall give you the gift of mind reading. (laughs) What? (laughs) (laughs) He's going to hypnotise him into being able to read minds. I will give you the gift of mind reading. Here, it is in a box. (laughs) I don't have any at the moment. Perhaps you can get the gift off of the present doctor, because he's got lots of presents. <laughs> Said John Perwin. Sir, <laughs> uh, so, whilst you chat idly, you may discover all. Why didn't he just read their minds? Well, he well, doesn't he say he give can... It, give it to a guy who works at a bar. He doesn't say he can read minds. I've just only the got the power to give the gift. I can't use the gift myself. <laughs> yeah. The barman walks over to the table where the doctor is sitting and begins to speak. Good evening. Oh, spoken in slightly hypnotised fashion. Good evening, sir. Sounds <laughs> it sounds like, yeah. it sounds like the cipher. All right, so I need a new barman voice. What's a good barman voice? Hello, hello. Good, <laughs> e- good evening, sir. Is it? The doctor looks out of the cafe window. So it is. Hadn't noticed it myself. Very observant of you, sir. Yeah, that's, that's like modern Doctor, isn't it? He'll call him a genius now because he knows it's what time of fucking day it is. Do you want to come in the TARDIS then? You're so fucking clever. How did you know it was night time? Was it the fact that lights were off? Come on, get in my TARDIS, you genius. You the fucking... lights were off. That's the daytime. The lights are on at night time. Exactly. Time. You just know. The Doctor's a fucking you, moron. You don't know. The if the Doctor turned up, if Doctor Who turned up now with this really simplistic... Just to see who's a genius of what time of day do people put the lights on? You would fail. And he wouldn't even take you in his one TARDIS. One person the Doctor would not take with him. Ah, <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah, I'm the one person that wants to go most of all. Yeah, it's true. Well, maybe in a few more seasons he'll lower his standards yeah, so yeah, yeah. much that he'll just be like, shitting heck, you've got a head. <laughs> You're a fucking genius. Yeah, yeah. Come with me in my TARDIS and do sex on me. I'll be there. 
I'm just not having you getting the lights. <laughs> Funny. Hello, hello. Uh, not seen you in here before, sir. A, a tourist, perhaps? Yes, that's right. A tourist. We get all different nationalities in here, sir. Uh, where might you be from, then? Gallifrey. I'm Gallifreyan. That's uh, that's uh, somewhere near South Africa, isn't it? Somewhere near there. Yes. <laughs> the Doctor grins. This last joke was in the last one, wasn't it? But like Ireland or something. Was it? Yeah, when PC John Wilkinson was like, you come from was like, I come from Gallifrey. Yeah, you're right, yeah. I always wanted to visit Africa, see what it's like, see what it's like. See the monkeys? Yeah, look at a penguin. Yes, they don't got those there. Oh, I thought I'd take my own penguin with me. Look at it, look at it. Okay, so we see the master behind his paper. He smiles to himself. Uh, thank you, Doctor. I never knew you could be so cooperative. I shall make an ally of the Sabalod. I shall discover what he is searching for. Then I shall destroy him. Taking this precious thing of his for myself. All right, Howard, so the plot so far at this stage yes. is that the Doctor Whos have gone to Earth, mm-hmm. the Master has followed them, Ooh. and the Cyberlord is drilling for Ballaranium. Why? <laughs> probably probably for something bad. Okay, right. It's bound to be bad for the whole probably universe. Terrible, we'll yeah. find out later, probably. Yeah. All right, so we see the Cyberlord. He is seated at a computer console. Suddenly he shouts, What is taking the Master so long? I wish to steal his TARDIS and conquer all times, not just this time. (laughs) (laughs) All times. He's going to go in increments of like five seconds and do the next. This is like Jimbley, isn't it? This is because he (laughs) believes that if he conquers um, the Earth right now, he won't have conquered it one second later because he thinks that he's got to conquer it then as well. Okay. Consistently conquering. Always. Always invading himself, basically. <laughs> oh, I've got to take with your leader. Oh, I'm the leader. Conquering you. Conquering you. <laughs> cool. Good. All right. Well, as long as we understand what his intention is. Uh, computer. All power source is being scrambled. All power source is being scrambled. Scrambled source. Scrambled source, yeah. All power source is being scrambled on a secret channel. He may not be able to track you down. Uh, switch to normal power channel. <laughs> yeah, switch to normal power channel. She should have said, we should have yeah. said regular. Regular we? power rather than uh, secret channel. Okay, so yeah. it's gone from secret channel to normal channel. The Time Lords may be able to track you down then. This will threaten your plans. <laughs> that is a risk I will have to take. Switch to normal channel. <laughs> we see outside, in the streets... A telegraph pole explodes. Ooh. Telegraph pole. Basically, a wooden stick explodes. <laughs> That's weird, isn't it? <laughs> I've exploded a telegraph <laughs> My plan is going perfectly. <laughs> that doesn't sound like normal channels of energy to me. <laughs> um, we, yeah, we see the Cyberlord's abode again. Yeah, so Lord. we just cut he's away a, to... He's a, he's a big gold Cyberlord, this yeah. guy. <laughs> I'm made of gold. <laughs> so all the cyber men like me. <laughs> well, they wouldn't Good. know what he'd be, be, be repelling yeah, that, them. That, that's he? where he's gone wrong. Yeah. He's, uh, he's, he's ruined his own chances. He's going to have to hang out with regular men instead. Mm. <laughs> but I look so snazzy. 
And he's posing. He's always posing. It was weird. It was, it was halfway between Zippy and Alan Partridge. It was, <laughs> it was quite, almost quite impressive. I don't know how you'd mix those two. Oh, no. <laughs> that's where that's going now, then. Yeah, all your impressions end up as Alan Partridge. All right, so we see the Cyberlord's abode again. His abode. Yeah. It is no good. There is not enough power. Every time you switch to normal channel, something will burn up and you will be cut off. Logic proves you should not bother with the master. This is no time to think logic. (sighs) I will set up some kind of signal that the master can follow. Uh, We see the four Time Lords sitting at their table in Jimmy's. Good. (laughs) The barman has left now. There is suddenly a shrill whistling sound. It comes from Sarah's watch. She looks at it. It seems the genius Cyberlord has slipped up. He has not blocked the power from his hideout. We shall follow the signal and report back to Gallifrey. They will send a squadron, destroy the Cyberlord and leave. Perfect. So basically she's saying they will do what they've already done. (laughs) <laughs> and they'll send some time lords to so- oh, wait a minute that, that's us <laughs> yeah. they already did that it may be a trap that is a risk we may just have to take come on we see Sarah get up she briskly walks from the cafe the other three then get up they leave as well good we see the master in the corner so paper- one word as well it is yeah with one L as well, as well. it always is uh, we see the master <laughs> in the corner paper still covering his face <laughs> he's papered his face <laughs> wallpaper on his face <laughs> I do not know why I did this it is not disgusting me at all <laughs> wallpapering my face is not the same <laughs> as camouflage if anything more people are looking at me <laughs> pointing at them hey, look. look at the strange French wallpaper, wallpaper face man <laughs> He slowly brings it down. He once again smiles and speaks to himself. Right. Uh, get the scent, eh, doctor? Well then, lead me to him. The master puts his paper on the table, gets up and leaves the cafe. We see the four Time Lords strolling down a street. With Sarah leading, she jerks, turns and goes off in a different direction. The others follow. We see the master sneaking behind, quickly darting from alley to lamppost to door entrance, trying not to be seen. And I'm sure that would look great on Doctor Who TV. It wouldn't wouldn't be ridiculously comical or anything. They'd probably put some great like music on with some kid with a keyboard going. Yeah, yeah. We see the four Time Lords come round a corner into a dark alleyway. Is it dark alleyway? Is it not? Is it daytime? <laughs> yeah, but the alleyways night. Yeah, time. okay. My understanding of alleyways. They always dark. They're, yeah. they're dark. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. I suppose it could be night time, doesn't it? Into a dark alleyway, they begin to walk along it. They turn another corner to a high wall. Well, Doctor Two. Well, we'll just have to climb it. Ladies first. Why, thank you, Doctor. Oh, I didn't mean you. Said sarcastically. Oh, you. She. <laughs> Sarah thumps the present doctor across the shoulders. He winces. You always were a rough one. Okay, then. <laughs> what does that mean? I don't know what this scene ugly, means. Basically, he says, ladies first. She says, thank you. He says, oh, I didn't mean you. you. Yeah, said yeah. sarcastically. So who did he mean? She's the only... Yeah, he's... I mean, he's saying she's not a lady, but yeah. it kind of suggests there needs to be another... Who's he talking about, then, if he didn't mean her? <laughs> you... No, I meant me. I am now a lady. Uh... Re... Watch me regenerate into a woman. Now yeah. I am Peter Davison. He just really wanted to make his joke, so like he didn't matter. He didn't matter. No, he didn't, there were no other women there. He didn't care about that. Fair enough. But uh, so yeah. then she punches him, and he winces and says, "You always were a rough one," because they used to do it. 
Yeah. Okay then, over you go. The doctor offers her his hands in a scooped position. Scooped position, yeah. <laughs> Here are my hands. Yeah. I have put them in a scooped position you for you. You know what it means then. It's yeah, obvious what it means. It's just nice. It's a really, really good terminology. I'm going to use it in the future because yeah. I, I, if I tried to write now that, I wouldn't have a clue. But actually, yeah. I heard that. To offer your hands in a scooped position. <laughs> <laughs> Here, I have my scooped hands. <laughs> Thank you, Dr. Hall. <laughs> yeah. Uh, she puts her foot in this and is heaved over the wall. <laughs> I think they're doing it again. <laughs> I'm going to heave you over the wall now. <laughs> May brace yourself. I heave me hard, Dr. Ho. <laughs> Who's that? I don't know. <laughs> Sarah. John and the other doctor then help the present doctor over the top. John goes next. We see the other side of the wall as John drops down. They are all three faced by a policeman stares at them all. <laughs> it's not PZ Wilkinson, is it? Well, his first line is really tut, tut, tut. So I think... Really tut, tut, tut. I would have expected better from old from you old people. We usually have kids trespassing, but never adults like yourself. I'm afraid that I will have to take you down to the station. I suppose you know all the stuff about anything you say, so we won't beat around the bush. And I advise you not to resist. But I'm sure you'll be civilised. Fred? Fred. He shouts Fred, doesn't say why. We see... Oh, no, here we go. We see another policeman. Come along, Policeman B. Yeah. Fred. He just called him Fred. He's Policeman Fred. So what they're suggesting here is that they're trespassing. So they've climbed over a wall into yeah. private... Um, yeah. So why are there some policemen Policemen hanging out in that private yard. Yeah, they yeah. shouldn't be there either, no. should they? Security guards, maybe, but actual policemen. No, they're actual policemen. Both policemen take handcuffs from their belts. They cuff the present Dr. John and Sarah. Now, I don't know if you can count here, but <laughs> both of them take handcuffs from their belts and then cuff three people mm. together. Maybe it's together. Yeah. Because you could do three people with two handcuffs, couldn't you? You could. They could all cuff together in a big circle. No, then you'd need three. <laughs> You see, my point was that if you've got three people in two pairs of handcuffs, you could you could make it work. But then you made it not work again, showing that you really haven't progressed since you wrote this in your understanding of how the world works. Yeah, okay, yeah, you're right. Oh, no. uh, so we also see the Doctor drop a piece of paper on the ground. The trio of Time Lords are led off. Why do we not escape, Doctor? If we do that, we could cause all kinds of trouble, and the Cyberlord's plan may work. So the best idea is to go to the station, and my other self will free us later. That sounds like a shit plan, Doctor Who. <laughs> yeah, but she doesn't say that. We see the trio leave. We see the other Doctor. He is leaning against the other side of the wall, tapping his foot on the ground. What's he waiting for? They all jumped over the wall. Hmm. Like none of them is he's not like none of them is perched on top of the wall, wall waiting to help this guy over. That's true. They enough. all jumped over. There's no one left to help. But they should. They were supposed to help him, weren't they? Because like, um, but how? By throwing a rope. Tom Baker Doctor scoop handed um, Sarah up, and then she went up and helped him up, and then he helped him up, and then like this, someone was yeah, supposed but, to stay on top of the wall and help him up. But they but, didn't. They no, all they jumped didn't. down. I guess and he should be able to look up and see that. Yeah. He's an idiot, though, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. What are you not doing? He said. What are you not doing? Do hurry up. Have you got someone else with you? I thought I heard other voices. The doctor sighs. Is this some kind of a joke? The other doctor pulls himself as far up the wall as he can and peeps over. He scans the area, then drops down again. Oh dear, where could they have got to? What has happened to them? Well, I hope they've left a note at least. Hmm, how shall I get over? 
Suppose I'll have to take a running jump. Goodness. The doctor turns around to get a run at the wall and is faced by four thugs <gasps> carrying knives and daggers. Knives and daggers. <laughs> they got one each. <laughs> Okay, matey, hand over all your money. <laughs> I'm afraid I don't have any money on me at the moment. Um, do you perhaps take checks? Uh, now we've got Thug A, Thug B, Thug C, and Thug D. But I'm not going to do four different voices. Why it's not? just one thug. Okay, that, that's all you get. You get a thug. You try to be funny. I could write it to Thugs and Co. I could write it to Thugs and Co. That's not the name of our group of thugs. Yeah, we're we're Thugs Incorporated. Yeah, we're going to Thugs Incorporated, please. So £20 should be enough. (laughs) Wow, okay. Thug C says, Just for that remark, you're going to die. Wow. Come now. You don't expect me to believe you. (laughs) You should be shaken by now because. <laughs> you should be shaken by now because we are the Venom Slingers. Oh my god, not the Venom Slingers. Yeah, in capital letters. Oh dear, I think I've heard of you, the most thickened human murderers ever to walk the face of the earth. Kill everyone they meet who is in their territory. Deadly poison on the end of their blades. Your dead meat. Attack! Attack. Music, cliffhanger, end of episode. Oh my god. So, what do you think of it so far, Howard? It's really good. (laughs) It's really good. It's um, it's better than Modern Who. It's probably on a par with Day of the Doctor, Uh, which is the one with David Tennant and Matt Smith. Okay. Actually, that's slightly better because it's got three Doctors in it. It's got John Hurt as well, hasn't it? Yeah. But this has got the Master. Yeah. So that's like the balance there. That didn't have the master in it, did it? Didn't. Um, but this has got two dogs and a master. Yeah, a French master. And a gold cyber lord. That's and, yeah, it's good and gold. a Dalek. <laughs> yeah, who hangs around with his pet Dalek. Yeah, yeah this is much better. <laughs> yeah. When we take over This Doctor has got Who, Tom Baker Doctor Who in it. When we take over Doctor Who, we're definitely going to have a gold cyber lord yeah. who hangs around with a pet Dalek. Pet Dalek, brilliant. Yeah. And, and because it's a pet, it's got to be small. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Not a regular sized Dalek. <laughs> like. Like a real they small... like jumps oh, up in his lap. And yeah, stuff. yeah, yeah, like yeah. Like one of one of the small dogs you get. Yeah, yeah totally. Yeah, and he carries it around a handbag like yeah. Paris Hilton. Yeah, because he's a Cause he's a gold cyber lord. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's like strutting around the street <laughs> with his handbag on his, uh, yeah. you know, on the hook of yeah. his arm, yeah. uh, with a with his Dalek dog sticking out of it. <laughs> his dog leg. Yeah. We're going shopping, Dalek dog. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> All right, so. Episode 2 of TARDIS's 5. So, we see the thugs advance towards the Doctor. Daggers ready to kill. What are they doing with the knives, though? That's what I want to know. <laughs> yeah. Knives ready to so, butter. <laughs> uh, Thug T. Kirk has said, set daggers to kill. Yeah. Uh, the Doctor chops two on the shoulder. Chops them. <laughs> kicks the blade from one's hand and then leaps onto the remaining shoulders. He is near the wall. He climbs of the thug to the wall and disappears over the top. The thugs start to climb the wall. The other doctor, meanwhile, is searching on the ground. Letter. Oh, letter. The doctor sees something and stoops to pick it up. Gone to the police station. Please hell. Please hell? Oh, help, perhaps. Oh, yes, that'd be right. Get booked and leave me to defend myself. 
Uh, we see a thug scrabbling onto the top of the wall. The doc sees him and runs off. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> and he runs off. Yeah. Um, Can't catch me for the great key. Oh. Sings the doctor as he runs off. <laughs> we see the three Time Lords in a cell. They are being questioned by two policemen. God, two policemen. They are being questioned by one policeman. Oh. Hello, hello, hello. Mr. Jones, uh, you say you were fetching your dog. Yet when I questioned Miss, Mr. Uh, Mr. You can call me John Smith. <laughs> yes, Mr. Smith. Because uh, he said got, we've got John Jones and John Smith now, and John Smith's going to turn up any second now as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and they so... all arrived in toilets, which are John's, <laughs> right? Yeah, should be called John's Eight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Too many Johns. All your stories should be called Too Many Johns. <laughs> yes, Mister Smith. He said he was fetching your ball, and now we come to the lovely Mrs. Fitzgerald, who spanned me a story about aliens from other planets. Oh, no, you did not, did you? He's <laughs> from Jamaica. <laughs> oh, no, you did not, did you? <laughs> it's not meant to be. Uh. You did not, did you? <laughs> and you expected Anne Human to believe you. <laughs> Anne Human. Hello, I'm Anne Human. <laughs> <laughs> I believe you. <laughs> you expected right. Yes, she <laughs> believes everything I say. Well, it says somewhere in the Time Lord's rule book, you must not lie. Whereabouts in it does it say it? <laughs> I wrote it in there. <laughs> well, I'm sure it would have made an acceptance in this particular case. I think you mean an exception. <laughs> in this particular case, it probably says in section 6719, you may lie when faced by a horde of flat-footed barbies on the planet Earth whilst trying to destroy a threat to the whole universe. It probably says that. Yes, it probably says that. In yes. section 6719, it probably says. <laughs> Don't quote me on that now. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm pretty sure yeah, that it probably, <laughs> I am probably guessing, guessing, in that one, it definitely says it. I'm sorry, Doctor, but he didn't believe me anyhow. Exactly. Therefore, he will probably assume we are consistent liars as well. Put us in jail for the night, and while we are asleep... The Cyberlord takes over. Excuse me, you two, but I'm trying to establish facts. And if you two insist on talking about cyber loans, well, I'll have to assume you're both mad. Is he deaf, then? I mean, they definitely said Cyberlord. I heard yeah. him just now. I don't know what's going on. Sorry, officer, we were wrong. We trespassed, and you can put us in your little cell. And our friend will be along in a few minutes to bail us out. I'm afraid it takes a while longer than three or four minutes to discharge a prisoner. Besides, you haven't even used the phone yet. Um, I don't think you, need, you understand bail either. You know, when you get arrested, you don't get just get someone turning up and paying the policeman to let you leave. Really? Yeah, you know, there's Why like not? magistrates have to set bail and stuff. Uh, no. Suddenly the door swings open and the other doctor smiles at the prisoners, waves his unit pass at the two policemen, takes the three <laughs> prisoners and leads them from the room. Seems they were from unit after all. Pity they couldn't stay for a cup of tea or something. Yeah. They'll have no... The other policeman says they'll have no time for those things. They've got to save the world from this alien called the Cyberloan. <laughs> Keep that joke, man. It's <laughs> a good joke, good joke. Maybe we'll get a few... Hopefully we'll get a few more mentions of the Cyberloan before the end of this episode. <laughs> if we're lucky. 
<laughs> we see the Time Lords again. They are travelling down a street. <laughs> travelling. I mean, what they're doing is they're walking, right? <laughs> who says Who says you are travelling for walking? They are travelling down a street. The other day I was travelling down the street, right, when I, was, when I saw this guy. So, uh, come on then, we better hurry. I don't like this planet very much. We based see on, the, Oh, yeah, based on what? So she's, they've been there for five minutes and they already got arrested. Yeah, okay. That's fair enough. And almost attacked by thugs. She Actually, yeah, this is a terrible planet. They've she been to... didn't get attacked by thugs. No, she, all... she doesn't even know about Oh, that. yeah, no, that's true. Yeah, okay. Clearly... No, they probably do because they've been picked up by the other doctor. He would have told them. No, but if he'd have told them, we would have seen <laughs> that scene. Because as we know in most scripts, <laughs> everything everyone has to get, yeah. gets told. Everyone needs to be told everything. Maybe they're psychic. Maybe they're psychic time lords like the master. Maybe the master gave them a gift of mind reading. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah have the man reading, right, yeah. don't you? <laughs> Everybody can have it. <laughs> have a slice of mind reading. I'm feeling generous today. Would you like a slice? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'll take two slices of mind reading. Doctor, you're so greedy. Yes, Doctor, who gets all the slices of mind reading? <laughs> that is my rule. <laughs> I do not. I never liked your rules. Why does the matter never get any slices of mind reading? <laughs> what is what is the rule of F Master? <laughs> The rule of F Master is you will stand on a planet dressed as a fat Japanese man for ten years waiting for me to arrive. Doctor Who He's in no Maslan That is the rule. Doctor Who gets all the slices. Okay, so uh, we see the little group hurry off. <laughs> There's <laughs> a bunch of dwarves. Yeah, dwarves. <laughs> Where are they going? Yeah. Let's follow them. They know how to party. <laughs> uh, we see the little group hurry off yeah. with the master close behind. It is night time. We see the four time lords stood outside a warehouse. A warehouse. <laughs> A warehouse, <laughs> not a warehorse. It's not like a man, a man who turns into a horse on the full moon. Yeah, it is. It's not that. Yeah. Uh, no, we see, we see the four tunnels stood outside a warehouse with a big front door. <laughs> Have they got the big front door with them? Yes, yeah, so not to it. I mean, a warehouse. I'm glad have... we brought this with us. This warehouse hasn't got one. Uh, yeah, warehouses don't have a front door. <laughs> you don't call it a front door, do you? Well, what you mean is like a big warehouse, a regular warehouse <laughs> entrance, right? Because they have big entrances for like trucks to walk, drive into and stuff. Yeah. Uh, but, but you've said a big, big front, front door. Big front door. Because that's what you understand things yeah. to have. Probably with your really, house. With a really drawn. big doorbell and a really big like letterbox. <laughs> yeah, big welcome mat. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we see the master. He is stood in a corridor. Classic, classic who. Uh, he walks cautiously along it. Um, he's... That's what you get when you first go through the front door of a warehouse <laughs> yeah. and you find yourself in a corridor. The big front door, the yeah. big front corridor door. Yeah. yeah. Suddenly, the floor opens up, he falls below. We see Sarah and the other doctor. They are walking along when there is an explosion and they are gone. So they're dead then. Brilliant. We see the Cyberlord's control room. Suddenly a hole appears in the wall and the Master slides through. The Master stands up. A greeting. I am the Master. You have heard of me. I am very well informed. I think you seek an alliance, a partnership. That is correct. You are very well informed. Unfortunately, there is only one way you can be of use to me. And that is? 
your TARDIS. I wish to conquer all space and time. <laughs> and as I cannot create my own space and time machine, I will have to steal one. And you have given me the perfect opportunity. You must not steal man. <laughs> you must not steal man. What would I do then? Uh, you will have no need of a TARDIS very soon, for I am going to destroy you. But you cannot. You do not know where my TARDIS is. Warning! Other life forms nearby! Like squirrels and birds yeah, yeah. and stuff. Well, thank you very much for that information, Dalek dog. <laughs> it's a pleasure. <laughs> yeah. uh, you have been followed. No, I did the following. I, fo I followed four other Tamlards here. Computer, capture the others. I may have need of their TARDIS also. They have more than one TARDIS. They have travelled in at least three. Two other Time Lords are already imprisoned. Now four, all trespassers, have been caught. You will no longer need my TARDIS, so I will be on my way. No, stop. I shall connect all four TARDISes together in a way that I shall create a master TARDIS. So kind of you to name it after me, but it would not work. It is not named after you, and it will work. <laughs> For with my superior knowledge of cybernetics, it cannot fail. <laughs> what has his knowledge of cybernetics got to do with... Yeah, I mean, TARDISes, who yeah. knows? He can't even... He can't time travel himself. He needs to steal someone else's time machine. And but now he, he knows knows he's how to link them together. He's going to glue them together, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's much better than how. You see my superior knowledge of glue. <laughs> <laughs> I never thought of that. <laughs> what does it achieve, though? What, it <laughs> what does it achieve, putting gluing them together? <laughs> oh, I can go in any of the doors now. <laughs> Oh, he's got four front doors, and I like front doors. Big one. I've such a big one on my warehouse. <laughs> yeah, good. Um, so with my superior knowledge of, of cybernetics, it cannot fail. But you still have to get our TARDISes. I can easily track them down. But can you find the keys? Yes. <laughs> it will be just as easy as locating the TARDISes. Why didn't he do that first? Why was he waiting for the Master to Why come Why does in? he need to say everything like eight times? He's an idiot. Yeah. Because he's not a logical Cyberman. He's, he's an illogical Cyberman. Illogical Cyberman, yeah, you're right. Yeah, they he's got said the power that of logic and illogical. Yeah. It explains why he's gold, mm. because as you said, Cybermen hate gold, right? Yeah. But he's illogical. So ah, that was the yeah, least yeah. logical thing that a Cyberman could be made yeah. out of. Gold. Brilliant. Brilliant. It's a very consistent character. Uh, so, um... It's... Oh dear, that could be a weakness. A Cyberman that gets strappy. Silence, or I shall silence you myself. I intend to drill through the crust of the earth and to take the ballerinium, and I shall take over the universe with my ballerinium. Because possession of ballerinium means you can have the universe. It's that good. It's just like only you can say, oh, rub the ballerinium. Oh, Mr. Ballerinium, can I have the universe now? Uranium says, yes, well done, Mr. Cyberlord, gold Cyberlord, you are now the king. Did Doctor Who say that the Venom Slingers are the worst people in the history of the Earth? Did the Master give the gift of mind-reading to a waiter? Does the Cyberlord really think that Balleranium means you can have the universe? Find out this week on the... Was Raider in the world? 
Thank you for listening to this episode of the worst writer in the world. Hooray, yeah, you know hooray, what? You know what you hooray. should be doing right now, Howard. Instead of, instead of like being really, really unenthusiastic about things, do you know what you should be doing? You should be getting on your Facebook and joining the worst writer in the world Facebook group. Okay, I'm because do that now. not only is it just generally fun and exciting, I've joined. but also. Yeah. There's a live stream coming up this weekend. Oh that is Saturday the 13th of October. What is a live stream? Is that like a load of water that comes alive and gets you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. so join so that we, so that you can get not killed sure by I'm, a river. Not sure okay. I want that. No, no, it's not that. What is it? It then? is basically a live video of us, me and you. That's me. Like that's reading you. stuff that you wrote when you were a kid, just like we do on this show, but live! And so- you can see us, and if you want to, you can interact with us as interact? well. Interact? Yeah, you don't have to, but you can if you want. Fucking awesome. We might read you. We might read what you say and say hello back and stuff. Yeah. So that's going to happen this Saturday at about 8 o'clock British time. Wow. In the meantime, if you want to listen to us reading more of Howard's stuff, you can get the Time Pig episode for free by going to manbycow.com forward slash time pig. And if you've already heard that and you want even more loads and loads of other stuff, then why not join our secret gang on Patreon where you can immediately get access to an absolute load of audio and video entertainment right now. Tis right a now. veritable treasure trove. It is, it is, and there's different levels you can join at. The lowest is $2 a month, but even if you join at that level, you still get loads of stuff immediately, and for each level you go up, you get more. More. That's how levels work. That's how money works. (laughs) That is how money and levels work. But you will be surprised by just what an enormous amount of guff you're getting. (laughs) Stuff like this. If you like this show, you will like the stuff on The Secret Gang, because it is just like this, but but better. (laughs) Thanks for listening, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. He's a stupid, suck-ass, rubbish writer.